so glad to have brother and sister Herring with us all the way from Louisiana, or as they would say, Louisiana. They don't, they don't have nearly as many syllables down there. Uh, although, although sometimes it takes them longer to say fewer syllables than it takes us when we add the syllables in. But uh, I know, I know. I've spent many years in the South. I know what it's all about. Uh, raised in the raised in the South, in fact, but um, wasn't born there, but I was raised there and developed that accent for a little while, and the Lord delivered me from it. But we're glad to have the Herrings here, and I mean that. These are great people. They have been such a blessing to this church the last several weeks. I've had to be gone a lot, and uh, but I have felt absolute confidence man of God was filling this pulpit and that this church was being fed in my absence. I know that he's done exactly that. And I talked to him this morning before service and he's agreed he's going to come back and be with us again next Sunday. So we're excited about keeping him around a little bit longer. I want him to come. Let's stand today in honor of the man of God. I want him to come. I want him just to take his liberty today. He's under no obligation to preach an Easter message, whatever that is. The message of Easter is really the message of salvation. That's yes. what it is. And I want him just to obey the Holy Ghost, whatever he feels on his heart. I want to hear the voice of God today, and I believe that we're about to. Brother Herring, we love you, Sister Herring, so much. Appreciate your friendship. Appreciate your walk with God. I want you to come and take your liberty today. God Thank bless you. Thank you, Elder. We appreciate love you. Praise the Lord, everyone. It's good to be in church this morning. Amen. To feel the presence of the Lord. Amen. I'm uh, appreciative of everything that the Lord's done for me and my wife, my family. Amen. He's did so much for us, and I appreciate him today. Today's a day that you don't have to just come and sit on the pew, but you can respond to what you feel today, and uh, we want you to respond. Amen. Don't fill out a place if you feel like you want to raise your hands and you feel like you want to cry. That's all right. Amen. You just do what you feel like you want to do when... The Lord starts speaking to you, amen. Praise the Lord. If you got a Bible, I'd ask you to go with me to the book the book of Mark, chapter 16 and verse 5. I have fretted over this service for the last week. But uh, I got some good peace this morning when I come into the church and prayed, and I feel very confident what I'm going to preach, amen. Praise God. It's just good to be in the presence of the Lord, isn't it? Just to feel the presence of the Lord. Some people don't really know what the presence of the Lord is, but you're in the presence of the Lord this morning. Amen. The Bible says, in, And entering to the sepulcher, he saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they were frightened. 
And he said unto them, Be not frightened. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He's risen. He's not here. Behold the place where they laid him. But go your way. Tell the disciples and Peter that goeth before you in Galilee. There shall you see him as he said unto you, O sweet God of heaven. We thank you this morning for your presence. We thank you for what you're going to do here this morning, Lord. We know you're going to move. We just want to obey you today, God. We just want to obey the Holy Ghost this morning. And we're going to give you all the praise, the thanks, and the glory. I thank you for the anointed that I feel today, God. And I know you're going to speak to every person here today, God. And we'll give you all the praise, the thanks, and the glory. Why don't you put your Bibles down? Why don't you raise your hands? It'd be all right if you do that all over the house this morning and give God some praise. For he is worthy of the praise that you give him today. Amen. Praise God. We do love you today, Jesus. Praise God. That's all right. You can clap it to the Lord. Praise God, praise God. Ah, oh, thank you, Jesus. You can be seated this morning. I'd like to preach this morning when life comes full circle. You know, Galilee's always been a prosperous place. The bank of Sea of Galilee hosts very rich soil. And it's said that the best olives and the grapes, they came from the rich soil of the Sea of Galilee. Amen. To this day, many fishermen are still making their living off of the fish that they catch out of the Sea of Galilee. Praise God. Besides all of Galilee, there's a very prominent place in the life and the ministry of Jesus Christ. 19 of the 32 parables Jesus spoke in Galilee. 25 of the 33 great miracles Jesus done in Galilee. Praise God. Jesus' first miracle, he did it in Galilee. He turned wine. He turned water into wine. Amen. It was Galilee. The Sermon on the Mount was given. The lessons of the Beatitudes were given during this sermon. Praise God. Where we learn to be merciful, where we learn to be meek and humble. It was upon the Sea of Galilee that Jesus came to his disciples walking upon the water. It was at the Sea of Galilee that Jesus spoke peace to the raging sea and the storms, and they ceased. Eleven out of the twelve disciples came from Galilee. Galilee was a very special place. I said Galilee was a very special place. At least four of the prophets in the Bible believed to have come from Galilee. Galilee was Jesus' home territory. It was a place of economic life, if you will. It was a place of callings. It was a place of beginnings. Somebody can have a brand new beginning today. I said somebody in this service could have a brand new beginning today. You could walk out of here today, friend of mine, with the peace and the joy of the Holy Ghost. 
You know, Brother Seth, I really never knew what the peace and joy was until God filled me with the Holy Ghost. Amen. You know, the world tries to make us feel like there's a peace and a joy by all the entertainments they give us, but that's not real peace. That's a temporary peace. But when God fills you with the Holy Ghost, there's a peace that passes all understanding. Praise God. He gives you a joy, friend of mine, that's not a drudgery to have to get up because of addictions and because of things of life. Praise God. But that joy that he gives you, it doesn't go away. Amen. Praise God. I never really knew how beautiful trees were until I got the Holy Ghost. How pretty birds sound till I got the Holy Ghost. We take all that for granted. Amen. But there's a lot of beauty that God shows you that you miss, praise God, when you don't have the Holy Ghost. Amen. Galilee is a place that Jesus told Peter, James, and John, and the others to drop their nets and become fishers of men. Galilee was a place where Simon Peter first heard the call of God in his life. It was Galilee where the first disciples uh, were called to become followers of Jesus Christ. Galilee was a place where they first felt the presence of Almighty God. Uh, I don't know about you this morning, uh, but I'm thankful uh, for the place of new beginnings. Uh, praise God, that place uh, where I felt first the presence uh, of Almighty God. Uh, amen. Uh, praise God. I'm thankful uh, for the place uh, where I first heard his voice uh, and his calling uh, from my life. I'm thankful for the service where I felt God and the tugging of my heart and the conviction that fell on me and compelled me to go to an altar. Praise God. Where he filled me with the Holy Ghost. How many here to remember that, that encounter that you had with God? What an encounter. I said, what an encounter. Praise God. People think we're crazy, but we're not crazy. If you only knew the story of some people sitting here today where God brought them from. Come on, people that was bound by addictions, people that were alcoholics. Come on, all that sits here today. But free, they're free of that today. I said they're free of that today, praise God. Come on, friend of mine, I once was a drug addict. I once was an alcoholic, but now I'm free. I said now I'm free. Come on, never to go back to that life, praise God. Uh, when God sets you free, you're free indeed. For the truth will set you free. Praise God, praise God. No, see, we weren't hatched out of heaven. Praise the Lord. We came in with a lot of baggage. But thank God, thank God that there's a God Praise the Lord that says, you know what? Whatever you walk in here with, I could take care of that. I could take care of that. It doesn't matter what you walk in here with. You can walk out of here free from that today. You can leave all that in an altar this morning, an altar of repentance, and say, you know what, God? I'm kind of tired of this old life of mine. I'm tired of waking up with this thing. It always seems to drag me down. But you can walk out of here free this morning. And you don't have to worry about a friend of mine waking up, praise God, figuring out what you're going to do today. Uh, praise God, to get over that thing, it's the monkey on your back, uh, and it always seems to drag you down. Uh, praise God, and you're wondering, uh, will I ever be rid of this? Well, you can today. 
there's a God here this morning uh, that's got open arms. Uh, it said, if you'll just come to me, uh, I'll give you rest. Uh, I'll give you peace. I'll give you joy. Uh, I'll give you whatever you're looking for today. He's no respecter of persons. He changes not. We change, but he doesn't. Amen. I said we change, but he doesn't. You know that place where you first came to Jesus and repented of your sins and started your journey to salvation could be you today. That place where you first heard the call of God, come follow me. Let me take out time right now to say if you've never experienced this before in your life, you can experience this before you leave this place today. That's God's plan for your life today, that you experience him. Come on, come on. Bishop said it so well this morning. Praise God. We're not talking about a religion, but we're talking about an experience. Praise God, everybody gets hung up on a religion. What religion are you? Let's talk about an experience. Because uh, everybody that's experienced the Holy Ghost, come on, it was an experience. Come on, somebody, praise God. I'm not talking about a religion today, but I'm talking about an experience with the Lord God Almighty, praise God, that changes you inside out. You won't walk the same, you won't talk the same, you won't act the same. When you study out the word Galilee, it means a, a circuit, a coming full circle. And that's what I'm preaching this morning, coming full circle. It speaks of going back or coming back. It speaks to me when I studied this, praise God, and I've learned the 65 years that I've lived on this earth, I've found that seasons come and seasons go. And then they come again. Life travels in circles. We breathe in and we breathe out. It's a circle. Praise God. The tide goes out and the tide comes in. It's a circle. It's a cycle. The sun comes up and the sun goes down. And again, it's a cycle. Praise God. Life has a way of bringing you back full circle. Do you hear me? I said life's got a way of bringing you back full circle. Fascist trims, fashion trims, they come and they go. And some are coming back right now. You know, many people, they'll cast a stone at Simon Peter because in John 21, Peter stood and said, I'm going fishing. We call Friday before the resurrection Sunday Good Friday. Some people say it's impossible to get three days and three nights from Friday evening to Sunday morning, but you got to understand the day's work for the Jewish people of the day. They see the cycle of how we... we Come on, we don't see it. Day started in the evening and ended in the morning. God called the light day and darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. But Simon Peter's life that Friday was nothing. It was not a good Friday. Amen. The reason it's called Good Friday is because we know the rest of the story. We understand Sunday morning is coming and Jesus is going to be resurrected. 
Today, take, come on, you can take yourself, praise God, and put yourself in the sandals of those disciples and know the story. Come on now, and I know, friend of mine, they had experienced, praise God, they had not experienced the resurrection of Jesus yet. They had not, come on now, they had given their lives to this man. They had left their jobs to follow Jesus. They left their father, come on, their families behind to follow Jesus. Amen. They had forsaken everything uh, to follow Jesus. Now Jesus has died. Everything they followed, everything they put their heart into, everything they worked for seemed to have died with Jesus. Now their lives are falling apart. Jesus was on, come on, he was their leader. He was their mentor. He was their master and now he's dead. I don't believe that Simon Peter was going back to fishing out of rebellion. I don't believe that Simon Peter was going back to his nets and his old ways of living. I believe that Simon Peter is lost. He's in a state of confusion. He's in a fog of disillusion. Praise God. Simon Peter didn't know what to do or where to go. So Simon Peter goes back to where it all started at. I said he goes back to where it all started at. He goes back to where he first heard the voice. He goes back where he first heard the call. He goes back to where he first encountered God. So I come to preach to somebody today. You're here and you feel like maybe your world's upside down. Come on. Maybe your life's a mess. Maybe you're in a fog of confusion and disillusion. You don't know which way to turn or which way to go. You're not sure if you're even going to turn. I want to preach to you today the only way you're going to find peace and the only way you're going to find joy uh, is go to an altar of repentance. Uh, let God fill you with the Holy Ghost uh, by the evidence speaking in other tongues uh, as the Spirit gives the evidence. Some people think, man, that's of the devil. No, it's not. If it were, why did Jesus tell the disciples, make sure Mary's in the upper room? So she, his mother, so she could be filled with the Holy Ghost. She spoke in other tongues. Mary, the mother of Jesus, yes, she did. She did. She was in the upper room with the 120 when Jesus come through there. Praise God. When they got together for one another, that's the original. When they got together for one another, for the mind, then he came. Praise God. It says it was a rushing mighty wind. and filled all the house where they were sitting. It says clothing tongues like a fire set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues uh, as the Spirit gave the utterance. Uh, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, was a tongue. Somebody praise him a minute. From that service, 3,000, then 5,000. Then it just goes on and on and on and on. Praise God. This didn't go out. Praise God. This didn't stop. It's still going on today. You can't tell me that God's not still filling people with the Holy Ghost. I've seen people get the Holy Ghost last week. Come on, by the way, they're speaking in other tongues. Praise God. Come on, it's not stopped. We don't have to go back to Jerusalem to get the Holy Ghost. All you got to do is come to an altar and give yourself as that sacrifice. Say, God, I'm coming today. I'm giving you all of me. And I promise you, he will not turn you away. 
I said, I promise you, he will not turn you away. Praise God. You'll find joy, peace, and forgiveness at Galilee. This church stands here today ready where your life could come full circle. This church will love you like you've never been loved before. This church won't look at you and condemn you. This church will embrace you and love you like you've never been loved. Come on. This church won't point and say, I remember them when they were that. They won't do that. But they'll be here, friend of mine, through thick and thin with you. They'll prop you up, friend of mine, when the world won't. They'll be your friend when the world won't be your friend. Jesus will be that friend that's sticking closer than a brother at all times. That's what this service is about today. That's why they sung the songs here today. It's all about creating a place where you could come and find Jesus. Amen? Maybe this is the first time you've ever been to this church. Or maybe it's been a while since you've been here, but you're here. <laughs> you didn't just show up to show up. Come on, you come for something. Don't let the enemy sit there and whisper in your ear and say, you don't need what he's talking about. Because that's, come on, that's his main arsenal. He'll tell you, oh, you don't need that. You've got plenty of time. No, 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 no. I feel like we're in the 12th hour right now. Jesus is getting ready to come back. He is. If you read your Bible, you'd know that the Bible is completely, com just about completely fulfilled. Amen. There's not a whole lot left there. Praise God. He is coming back. And he said, I'm going to come like a thief in the night. Come on, you, you read it. It's in the book of Peter. He said, I'm going to come back like a thief in the night. You don't, come on, he don't have to catch you off guard today. You don't have to worry about him coming back like a thief in the night if you get right with God today. Because every knee's going to bow one day and every tongue's going to confess that he is the Lord Jesus Christ. And you are going to stand before God in judgment. And you are going to give an account of your life. sat here today and you heard the singing and you're hearing the preaching and maybe it's reminding you of a time in your life when you first felt that tugging of God in your heart. Amen? Come on. No matter where you are today, maybe you, this is the first time you've ever felt that tugging in your heart. You could have been at a different state or you could have been in a different church or a different church setting, but you're here this morning and you're feeling that tug of God on your heart. Come on, I feel the conviction of the Holy Ghost here this morning. Praise God. And it's been said that you stand, come on now, it's been said that time stands still for no one. I know life happens. Praise God. And sometimes you find yourself in a place and you're wondering, what am I going to do and how did I even get here? Praise God. And you're trying to find a way out. And you don't know how to get out. Praise God. And the world has put so much on you. But here you are this morning. And Jesus said, I'm your way out. I am your way out. Praise God. Maybe you're feeling that conviction 
that tug of conviction in your heart right now in this service. And, and maybe you felt the tugging of God's love again in your life again. And God's brought you back to a place, praise God. And he said, I'm going to give you a brand new beginning. Every once in a while, we all got to go back to the altar of repentance. Amen. Sometimes we have to go back and say, God, I don't feel you once. I don't feel you like I once did. God, I need you again. Sometimes we have to go back to the place of beginnings. Sometimes we have to come full circle. I have not made it this far by myself on my own strength or my own ability. It's been the Holy Ghost that's kept me. Brother Seth, the Holy Ghost has kept me. It has kept me, praise God. The Holy Ghost raised up a standard. Praise God, when those things start coming up to you, the Holy Ghost will raise up a standard. And it says, no, no, no. Praise God. I fell God. Everybody's fell God. More times than I'd hate to admit. I'm not standing here preaching to you today because my life has never felt hurt or turmoil or been free of trouble. I'm not standing here preaching today because my life's been full of a void of disappointments. I'm standing here preaching to you today because my life, come on, has had all these things in it. All of it. You want to know how I made it and how I continue? Because on those seasons and those hurts and those turmoils and those disappointments, I was able to go back where it all started at. I was able to go back to Galilee where it began at. I was able to go back to that place where I first heard the call of God on my life. When God first started speaking to me, uh, saying, come unto me, come on. Oh, let me preach to you today uh, that I'm, I'm not serving a God uh, of the second and third and fourth chances. Uh, no, I'm serving a God of another chance. Another chance. Uh, someone once said uh, he's not a God of second chances uh, because he's a God of new beginnings. No matter how many times, man, how many times you've tried, you've failed. Praise God. Maybe others have given up on you, but God's not give up on you. You hear me? God has not give up on you. The very fact that you're here today is proof that God still got a plan for your life. He's still got a plan for your life. We're all here because God is a God of another chance. God's come to help you if you will let him. But you've got to surrender his call. Oh, Somebody raise your hands to the Lord this morning. Oh, thank you, mighty God. Boy, I feel the tugging of the Holy Ghost this morning. I'm glad that God didn't put limitations on me and the chances he gave me. I'm sure I would have exceeded all of them. I'm glad he's a God of another chance. Nobody has a past with God, a future. You do not have a past with God. When you are baptized into the precious name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, you are a brand new person. Your old life is washed away. You become a brand new man, a brand new woman, a brand new young person. You're not the same person you were. Praise God. All that is buried. 
in baptism because the water turns to blood. And only the blood, friend of mine, has the power to remit your sins. Praise God. Aren't you glad when you go down? I'm not talking about in the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. Those are all titles. I'm a father. I'm a son. Amen. When you read that scripture, you know the first scripture that God revealed to me about the, about the name was Matthew 28, 19. If it said names of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, that's how it would have been baptized. But it said the name, it made it singular, not plural. The name, the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. He was trying to say, hey, I'm Jesus. That's my name. There's no other way to be baptized. If you look into, come on, the New Testament, they didn't baptize in any other way but the name of Jesus. You cannot find in the New Testament where they baptize in any other name but the name of Jesus. It's not there. If you can find it, I've got a, I've got a Toyota Highlander sitting out there. It's not mine. It's my wife's. But if you can find it, I'll give you the keys to it, but you're not going to find it. So I'm not going to give it up. You can't find it. It's not there. It is not there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we had somebody said, oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's not there. Praise God. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. I'm glad I didn't have to call on the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. I'm glad this morning when I come inside this sanctuary and pray that I didn't pray to the Father for a few minutes and then to the Son and, and to the Holy Ghost. No, I just come in here and call on the name of Jesus. And man, His presence come running. Praise God. And He flooded me with His Spirit. Praise the Lord. Oh, I know some will argue that, but you don't have an argument. <laughs> Amen. You can't sin too much that God can't stop loving you. You can't run too far that God can't bring you back. You're here today because God specializes in new beginnings. Praise God. Somebody can come back home that's run from home. Somebody could come back home. You know where you belong, and you could come back home today. This has been your home, and you could come back home today. Come on. You could get up again. You could live again. You could be saved again. You could have joy again. I came to tell you failure is not final uh, with the Father. Uh, don't let it become fatal in your life. Praise God. Uh, you can get up again. You can dust yourself off and start all. Well, there's somebody sitting here today, you're in a stage of you're in a state of confusion. Come on. Maybe something's died in your life. Past relationship. Praise God. Come on. Maybe this world has rocked your ever presence. Things has happened to shake your faith. People's turned on you when you needed them the most. You felt betrayed by those, friend of mine, that you put most of your confidence in. Something happened that killed you spiritually. But you can pray back through today. And you can pray through today. Come on. Praise God. You don't need another puff of a cigarette or sit on a bar stool or have another drink. Come on. Trying to figure out what you're going to do or another pill. You don't need that. All you need is Jesus. All you need is Jesus. All you need to do is come to Galilee this morning. You're here today and your life's brought you full circle. 
And God's letting you know he still loves you. Don't you feel that tugging right now? I said, don't you feel that tugging right now? That's God telling you, come on, come to Galilee. Come to Galilee. Come to Galilee. That's God telling you, come on, you can come back home today. Come on, you can come back home today. You ever wonder why when some people get diagnosed with terminal diseases or some tragedy hits in their lives, they always come back to the church. They always come back to Galilee. Praise God. Amen. You know why? Praise God. Because that's where they first felt that peace and that joy. That's where God first got a hold of their lives and changed them. What are you looking for today? Are you looking for just your same old life? Same old, same old. Is that what you're looking for today? Or, Bert, are you looking for a change? Do you need a change in your life today? Yes, you do. If you're here today because somebody bribed you to come or you came because they kept hounding on you to come. There was a man that hounded me and my wife for years. And when I prayed through through the Holy Ghost, he was the first person I called. Every Saturday, he knocked my door. Well, when you coming, Mike? Oh, I'm coming. I'm coming, Caleb. I'm coming. I ain't seen you yet, but I'm coming. Praise God. Amen. Maybe somebody did that to you. And you come because you're tired of them knocking on your door. But you're in the right place at the right time. Maybe you're here at your wits ends today and you don't have nowhere else to turn. Can I tell you I'm glad you're here today? God's given you an opportunity this morning to come to Galilee. Amen. He has. Praise God. That pulling that you're feeling, that tugging that you're feeling, that's just Jesus. Jesus wants to meet you at Galilee this morning. You know, we read of the two women that came to the tomb. They mourned their lost. You know something I've ever that I've noticed about kings? They don't open the door for themselves. He said it was a great angel that rolled the stone away. In other words, he sat there waiting, friend of mine, and he opened the door for the king of kings because he come out the king of kings. He opened the door for the king, and the king stepped out of the tomb. He walked out. Come on, friend of mine. My God. Somebody opened the door for him. Come on, God's opened the door for you this morning. The king of kings and the Lord of lords is saying, he's opened the door wide and said, come on, come on, come on. He said, come on, come on. Come on. Man, when they got there, they were startled because the stone was already rolled away. And there sat the angel sitting with the long robe on. He commissioned them to go. Go tell the disciples. Go tell the disciples Jesus is alive. Got to understand these disciples been, had seen Jesus raise the dead. They'd seen Jesus caused a lame to walk, caused a blind to see. They heard the mute speak. 
They saw devils cast out. They saw the deaf healed and made to hear. The church has seen that. All these miracles, the, come on, the church of the living God has seen these things. Come on. I've seen the dead raised. I've seen deaf ears unstopped. Come on, I've seen people get up out of wheelchairs. I've seen cancers disappear. Come on. I've seen blinded eyes open. Come on, more than one time. Praise God. God's still doing these miracles, but these people have seen all these miracles. They watched Jesus do all these miracles, and they know up to this point that Jesus is dead. Our friends gone. These men who one time followed Jesus were now in fear of their lives. Uh, they didn't know, friend of mine, because of Jesus' death, if they was going to round them up and kill them. They didn't know. They know it's hard for them to find them because they were on this side of the resurrection. These men don't have a clue that Jesus, who died three days ago, has been resurrected. If anybody... Come on, was lost, it was these men. These two women told, go tell Jesus and his disciples, Jesus is risen. Praise God. Okay, there's nobody else to tell them, I'll go tell them. Praise God. I love the fact in Mark 16, 7, Jesus calls Peter by his name. Don't forget Peter. The guys with the king, the keys. Don't forget that guy, that guy that failed Jesus, cursed, kicked, screamed, I don't know him, stood before the little girl, I don't know him, that guy, praise God, he had the keys, amen, Jesus gave him the keys, any other person that would stood before that crowd of people, because it was an angry mob, and not had failed Jesus, could not preach the message that he preached, because, friends, somebody else might have said, you bunch of heathens, you can't be saved. You're the ones that crucified him. But a man that failed and been forgiven was able to preach the most profound message. You hear me? Praise God. Just because you fail, that don't mean that you're a failure. That just means that you just get up and go to an altar and get repentance and have repentance with Jesus and get up. Lace your boots, come on, lace your boots back up and say, hey, square your shoulders back and make another stab at it. Praise God. Amen. Come on, somebody. God's not mad at you. He knows what you've done. I just want you to know today, God's not mad at you. He said, tell my disciples of Peter, come and meet me in Galilee. Did you hear that? Come and meet me in Galilee. I'll be waiting on them there. Jesus is waiting on you this morning in Galilee. He's waiting on you. You'll find that joy, that peace, that happiness, that forgiveness that you've been longing for so long. I've got good news for you today. Jesus is here to meet you. That's the good news. You know what the disciples found when they got to Galilee? Jesus is cooking on a fire. Jesus is there. Come on, he, he didn't come there to rob. Come on now, friend of mine. He didn't come with a, with a rod or a club to bash them. Jesus didn't look at them or rebuke them because of their lack of faith. 
No, Jesus had fish cooking on the fire. Jesus is showing them, I have provision for you. Jesus is calling you today. Praise God. I'm getting ready to close. Some said, praise God. Amen. I tried to do my very best this morning in trying to convey to you how much Jesus loves you and that you don't have to stay in the shape that you're in because there's a God waiting for you this morning. He's just waiting for you to respond to him. Amen. Praise God. Jesus is calling you today. You know what Jesus is saying? He said, come and dine with me this morning. Can we stand this morning? Why, every head's bowed and every eye's closed this morning. How many here would say this morning, Brother Herring, and you don't have to raise your hands. I'm not asking you to do that. But Brother Herring, I felt the tugging in my heart this morning. Maybe you've heard and you're backslidden on God, but God's calling you back to Galilee this morning. I invite you to come down to this altar this morning. If I were you this morning and, and I was here and I needed God, I wouldn't sit back. I wouldn't sit back and let this opportunity pass me by. But I'd come to this altar and I'd surrender my life to Jesus, the place of new beginnings. Don't let the enemy steal this opportunity from you this morning. Saints of God, let's, let's come around this altar this morning. Why don't you come around this altar with the saints of God this morning? Come on. Why don't you come this morning? Come on. Come on, why don't you come this morning? We used to sing an old song, Take Me Back. Take me back, dear Lord, to that place where I first received you. Take me back, take me back, dear Lord, where I first believed. God, take some of us back today. Take some of us back. Jesus, help us, God, to repent and turn to our first love today. Come on in the name of Jesus. Let's respond to God this morning. Come on. Come on, if you want the Holy Ghost, you want to repent, just come up around this altar this morning. Come on, there's people that have helped pray with you this morning. Come on. Come on, let's reach out to the Holy Ghost this morning, church.